Please listen carefully. Welcome to Autism in the Wild, the show that talks about what it's really like living with autism. Here are your hosts, Noah and Chris. Welcome to another episode of Autism in the Wild. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Noah. And today, we're going to uh, interview Noah on this episode. Mm -hmm. So, Noah, it's been, last we checked, about two months since we recorded Mm -hmm. an episode. Yep. Our last episode was up on March 31st of 2019, and we're recording today on June 10th of the same year. Yep. So it's been a while. Today's episode, we're going to kind of talk about why it's been such a long hiatus. But can, in a nutshell, can you give the listeners a, an Essentially, idea? I graduated from high school. A lot of stuff's happened in the past two months that's been very busy. Haven't really had enough time to get together, enough time to get a podcast put up, put up find a person to interview record it, edit it, put it all together. It takes some time, and I and it wasn't really top priority at the time either, so we just took some time off so I can get ready with finals and end of school and all that fun stuff. Right. Here we are, and you're graduated from high school. How does that feel? Uh, kind of weird. <laughs> kind of weird. So in this episode, what we thought we'd do here is kind of talk through some of the uh, some of your experiences from high school because uh, I think we in the first couple episodes we talked about some school stuff but since high school is very recent for you mm-hmm. I thought it'd be that'd be good just to maybe get your perspective on things yeah yeah of course okay so let's just give listeners a little bit of information about uh, your high school like how many people are in your grade what's the high school kind of like so my high school is a high school in the town that I live in. That's that's kind of a given here. And each my class that I graduated was close to 400 people. It's a 10 through 12 school, so there's no freshmen that go there. So just sophomores, juniors, and seniors, which is kind of nice since the school is kind of crowded as it is. Um, at the school, I had a uh, 504 slash IEP. So essentially, I got in my own locker, which didn't really concern me that much. Something I had in junior high. More time to work on tests if needed. Notes, access to notes and stuff like that. Stuff that I didn't really need, but I had anyway just in case. Would you say that you used your accommodations in middle school or junior high more than high yeah, school? Yes, for sure. And so we essentially rolled the, the 504 from junior high to high school yep so not a whole lot changed except for the door-to-door busing we didn't need anymore because you can walk to school walk to school school's really close to my house yeah but it was always nice to know that if you needed more time on a test you had it you had it and even if i didn't have a 504 teacher teachers were really good with like here's where copies of note notes are they're online here you need no more time for tests come in at this time during lunch or after school or before school or whatever. Teachers want their students to succeed, and they did a good job with that. Sure. 
do you know if any teachers talk to you about the 504 oh, at all? No one. No teachers talk to me about it. What about your school counselors? Um, They're like, we just have it up. And they didn't. that was really what it was. It's like, do you, do you still need these every year or what have you? But so I kind of had a review. That was, that was really it. Just kind of reviewing it at the beginning of every year and just making sure that things were in place in case we needed them, right? Yep. Okay. Cool. So didn't need a whole lot of accommodations, mm -hmm. which is great. Uh, so what kinds of activities uh, did you do in, in high school outside of the normal classes? So... I'm a very musical person, if you didn't know that. I'm a very musical person, so I did a lot of band, did a lot of choir. I'm also kind of a theater. I'm also, I'm not going to say theater junkie, because that means I'm obsessed with it, and I'm not obsessed with theater in the slightest, but I'm a big theater person. I'm a sort of a big theater person, so I got, I did a few shows as well, and that, that was, a lot, was a lot of fun. So I was mostly a band and choir person, and I did a little bit of theater here and there. So describe some of the things you did with band. So band, band was a did stuff with marching band. That was a lot of fun. Did some pep band stuff in the winter. Did some, did a lot of jazz band stuff. Did a lot of concert band stuff. All that was a lot of fun. I got to get some really good opportunities out of that. And a lot of good experiences out of that as well. So one of my favorite, I think my favorite band that you were in was jazz band. Yeah, because you guys had. A we, lot of really we good had players. a lot of really good players, and we really just had a lot of fun with the music and stuff. I never really stressed out about anything, which made things a lot more fun in the long run. So you got to do a couple cool things with your jazz band. Yeah, uh, you got to go down to Des Moines and do it like go to like a state conference and play down there. Yep, got to, got to go down to another to a jazz club down in Des Moines, which is about two hours away from where we are, and play down there. Like an actual jazz club, which is really cool for a high school band. Got to play that some competitions, which we don't really care about, but it's cool regardless because you get out of school for a day and you get to play and listen to okay jazz <laughs> or good jazz, depends good on the jazz. band. Yep. But yeah. Cool. So band is pretty awesome. Your your band teachers are pretty great. Mm -hmm. um, what about choir? What was choir like? What kinds well, of things did you do in choir? We sang. Well, I know every you day. Sang, <laughs> um. You tried out for All-State Choir. Yeah. I tried for All-State Choir all the years I could because of rules and stuff for some reason. I couldn't try out for my I couldn't try out my freshman year, which kind of frustrates me looking back now. But I tried out every year. Sophomore year onwards, got into All-State. Sophomore year onwards, had a good time with that. But, you know, in, in ninth grade, junior high, you tried out for a different... Yeah. More of a... Like a more of a... It's called Opus. Yeah, it's a... Not it's an honor choir, but it doesn't. That's a that's it's, an all state. Thing. It's sort of an, it's an all state thing, but it didn't yep. really feel like it for me. No, it's just different. Once I got to that point, so those were great experiences because yeah. I, I know in your when you're trying out for all state, you work together as a quartet. Yeah. So what was what was that like? Did you enjoy that or? I did. Yeah, I didn't really. Any of the years I went, there were some groups that struggled. And some things like with chemistry and getting in, get in, like working as a one seamless unit and like actually sounding good. Some quartets had troubles with that, and sometimes they got their act together. Some of them maybe they didn't, and it showed later on. But I never had to really worry about that. It was just making it sound good. So <laughs> it was really what we had to work with. 
So you you had your groups found a way to work yeah. well together, right? Yeah. 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 And you had, I mean, right I'd right. say the choir, there's just a ton of great people. Yeah. And you, you were fortunate to be paired with some really good people. Some really good yeah. people. And um, it seemed like there was always every year, like one person in the group that kind of pushed everyone. and Yeah. Kind of, or multiple people. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great because you guys, mm -hmm. I think all f four of you made it every mm -hmm. single year, right? In your group. Yes. Nice. The other thing you got to do with the band and choirs, you got to go on a trip over spring break, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Did you enjoy that? Yes. <laughs> I think you enjoyed the band trip. I enjoyed the band trip a lot more than the choir trip. Well, the weather played a factor. Weather did, yeah. You were also a year older and knew more people. Do you think mm -hmm. that played a factor? Yes, for sure. Yeah. That's cool. So how did you, how did these activities help you um, socially? Um, They helped me like, essentially just meet new people it was really what it is got i got better at the whole socializing thing and it just really got me to just get out of my comfort zone and meet some new people so band and choir were kind of were just events that really helped me grow as a person socially and i could never take that back you said before without music high school would have been a lot different experience yeah yeah, yeah. Which I, I totally yeah. see that. And I think you're, I think it's great that you've been able to participate in band and choir. Mm -hmm. Some of the kids overlapped, but some of them were different. Yeah. They had totally different experiences. Mm -hmm. yeah. What would you say was the, maybe pick out one or two things from band that helped you grow the most? Um, marching band, because we really kind of had to like act as a unit. And that's where really... The most socializing came in. So that's how we got to we got really close as a section. At least my sophomore year, the junior and senior years not as much, but my sophomore year, a really close knit together group, and that really helped me going into the high school because I was shy. I still sort of am, and I didn't really know anybody. So having to know those people, especially the upperclassmen, helped me out going into it. You had a really good mentor your yeah. sophomore year, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jack was. He was a I'll good call dude. him out, Jack. He yes. was great. He was a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Trombone, right? Mm-hmm. What about choir helped you, like, socially? Mm -hmm. Kind of the same thing as band, but not to, the, but not to as much extent. Why, why do you say that, do you think? There wasn't as much... As much as my choir director says that we bond, we don't really... We never really had chances to. Am I? That's just. Well, you. I think when you tried out for Allstate, yeah, that's kind of quartet bonded, right? Yeah, we got along well, but there wasn't as much like in the in the whole ensemble compared to like the band. There wasn't as much like synergy between everybody. There wasn't as many like connections between everyone in the group compared to like the band or the orchestra or something like that. So, do you think that's just because of the size? I of think the band? it's just. Partly and also because of the situation. The size, well, I meant the size of the choir. Yeah. So I, I guess I could see with the choir, you're always singing as a more of a, yeah. a, a large group. Yeah. And like you're singing in band, you had an opportunity to work together as trombones. Yeah. And so you got to know the trombone section mm -hmm. really well. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see how that's different. But yeah. um, both were really good. Right? Yeah, of course. So what about theater? Once you... Theater. Well, describe like what you did in the. In I've the talked about theater. I've talked about theater yep. more than I have in the other the other two things on this podcast. But theater kind of got me into. I became a better actor from it. That's kind of what theater does. But I did get to meet new people that I wouldn't have gotten to meet originally. And 
So your sophomore year, you did a musical. Sophomore year, did a musical. Shrek the musical. Shrek, it was a great time. Yep. And then in the fall of my senior year, we did a show called The Curious Incident of the Dog of the Nighttime. Yep. Which was a really cool show to be a part of. So you're an actor in that show. I was an show. actor in that show as well. And, and was, in the spring. In the you... spring, I was a part of the. I was a part of the musical slash uh, monstrosity that was Cinderella the musical at Cedar Falls High School. I don't want to talk about that show. I was in the pit. Or- in the pit. I was in the pit orchestra for okay. that, which was a lot more fun than probably being an actor in that show. Well, you had a good time. Yeah, with the pit. It- the show is a- it was fun to watch. So, mm-hmm. so you had some you had some different experiences. You. And then in your summer gig, I'll call it, you yeah. kind of work behind the scenes, so you kind of get yeah. quite a quite a different perspective mm-hmm. of the theater. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Cool. So anything else you want to touch on 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 the, the activities? No. Kind of covered it. Yeah. We have. Okay. All right. So let's talk about what are some of what were some of the challenges, you know, either academically or socially. That I didn't you faced in yeah. high school that you were kind of I didn't really have too many academic or social challenges really minus getting to know people at first I'm just shy it just took me a while to get used to figure out people it took me a year to really figure out people at the high school but really organ organization is what is and still was and still is an issue for me it didn't click until April of my senior year it's like oh yeah I can like use a calendar and write stuff down and it would have helped a lot earlier if I started doing that and I was more diligent about it going through. So tip for, tip for the future high schoolers or just people in general listening, use a calendar, write stuff down. Don't, don't be dumb <laughs> when you're doing this stuff because it'll bite you in the butt. What, is, what was it about high school? When you say organization, was it? It was like keeping everything straight. Like like knowing what assignments you had. Knowing what assignments I had. And when to turn them in. When to turn them in, all that fun stuff. When the t- when was this test? When how to study for this stuff? How how to balance that with all the extracurricular stuff I'm doing. Sure. And what have you. So were there a few subjects that you enjoyed better than others? Yeah, more history and sciences that I really enjoyed more than like math. Just math. <laughs> Which is interesting because when you're in elementary school, I think you liked math. I liked everything equally back then. Yeah, back then. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, as you take more classes, evolve over time, you yeah. tend to enjoy certain classes over the other ones. Yeah, that was kind of my really only struggle. Challenges, really. I didn't really have any academic, many academic challenges or social challenges, but it was just mostly just being organized and figuring that stuff out. Yeah. I think a lot of people struggle with that. If if someone, for parents or people on the spectrum, or I guess like in general, what have you found besides the calendar that, that could help people get organized? Um, Kind of just like, part of, part of it, this is kind of a simple, straightforward thing, but just pay attention in class as well. Like, if you hear the teachers say, Hey, have this assignment done for tomorrow. It'll be better. Th- it's better than for you to remember than like you texting a friend like a ten at night asking, "Hey, do we have an assignment in so and so's class due tomorrow or something like that?" Be, be more attentive. If you have if you have to read stuff, read it. So how do you remember to do those things? 
Well, part of me, if I have like a, if I had like a study hall or just free time to do it, I would just do it. Just do it right away. Like right away, so I wouldn't forget. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of really. That's kind of really all I have for. Did you have a system? To keep you know, or do you, did you come up with a I way just, to help you help you know when to do things? I just kind of just did things whenever I felt like I needed to do them. I didn't really have a set system in place. So it's still a work in progress. Yeah, it's st- yeah. it's still very much a work in progress. But the calendar thing you've kind of got figured out. Yeah. So knowing mm-hmm. where to be when. Yep. So I think where, knowing where to be when is one challenge, and, and knowing what what to do when. Yeah. <laughs> is a is more of a task management. Yeah. Kind of thing. Of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think is in my in my job we we have different tools and that we try to use and. Okay, cool. So you graduated from high school. Well, how 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 do how was that? Well, I it won't hit me until the fall. I know that for a fact. It feels the same. My it it really does feel. It feels like I'm on summer break right now because I am. And even at graduation, I was like, huh. We're graduating. Okay. Didn't really. It wasn't like this epic like moment you see in movies where like the main character realizes that. A chapter in their life has ended, like they've been a terrible person or something like that. They need to change their ways now, or they're going to die. Like that big of a change. It wasn't like that. It was like, huh, I'm done. So does it feel more like? I mean, after today, t- for context, today, earlier today, we were up at. We'll talk about this in a few minutes, but we were. I just got. I just got back from my college orientation today. So today, I'm starting to feel more of like, yeah, I'm going to be in college now. And I'm done with high school because I kind of can see more of the p- big picture now because I got classes figured out now and all that fun stuff. As when May 28th, which was like three days after I graduated, I was like, yeah, I still I don't yeah, I don't feel like I graduate high school yet. I feel like I'm on summer break, but not like done, moved on. Yeah. Never to return. <laughs> it is it is interesting because you go to school for so many years mm-hmm. and then school's over and you have summer break and you you're going to go back so mm-hmm. uh, you know we had a, a a nice graduation party and one of the things well i want to talk about the graduation party for a minute because yeah you can do that uh one of the things that was cool for me as a parent was to see you know all the people that showed up and you mm-hmm. know you had lots of friends lots of people yeah. um show up relatives family show up uh, and then you got the people that we worked with, your mom, Tan and I worked with yeah. when you were like really little. When I was young, yeah. And we had a slideshow going, and they remember you from when you were... Like three or four. <laughs> yeah, or some five. Were, were pre-glasses that. Noah. Yeah, pre-glasses Noah. Um, we had one of the uh, people who was on the, on the team that originally diagnosed you and mm-hmm. Isaac. Yeah. She showed up. And it was amazing because she remembered so much about, she actually remembered the meeting when they told us about the diagnosis. Yeah. And then just, and then to talk to her and then to talk to your kindergarten teacher Mm -hmm. and some of the other teachers in elementary school and some of the people that helped you out. um, It was just, it kind of was this thing where, you know, the, the saying, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. Kids with disabilities or special needs, it takes a village and then some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had that village in our in that space. Yeah, 
you know, within that couple hour period. So I, I really thought that was really cool. And it's really, it's really a celebration of when, when Tyann and I, when your mom and I were first getting the diagnosis and we were in survival mode yeah, and we were that way for a number of years. And then we went into like, okay, let's start working on independence. Mm-hmm. And now we're working towards that. And now here you are, you know, yeah. orientation at college today. Yep. I mean, what a, what a celebration. What yeah. A, what an, a great accomplishment. Noah. For sure. Yeah. And you have, you can take a lot of credit, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to give you all the credit. Yeah, you don't have to. There's a lot of people that really, you know, contributed to this yeah. journey too. So kind of cool, huh? Yeah, for sure. Cool. So that was kind of my takeaway. The graduation weekend was just kind of the celebration of the journey because this is what we've been working for. And, and surprisingly, I didn't get very choked up except for like one time at graduation when Mr. Longnecker called you out. I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. So anyway, okay. So you're done with high school. Mm-hmm. You got the diploma. I've seen the diploma. Yes, so it's it, official. Is, it is real. Yep. All right, so let's let's talk about future plans. What so, are, what are your future plans? So, I'm done with high school. So, I'm as you probably as you heard like two minutes ago, I'm going to college. Surprise, surprise. So, I'm going to be heading up to Luther College in Decorah, up in the in Decorah, Iowa, up in the fall. I'm going to be. We went up there today. Got classes figured out. I love it up there. It's going to be great. But um, got that taken care of. I'm going to be doing um. As of right now, this probably will change in the future, but as of right now, um, I'm planning on doing a vocal performance major and doing some sociology stuff as well. So it'll be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for that. So singing stuff, it's always gives me another reason to singing is fun. I enjoy it. I want to be at the point where I hate singing by the end of my freshman year. It's kind of, that's kind of like the main goal there. Um, and sociology stuff, stuff that I never actually took a sociology class in high school. And I've, and it's something that's kind of, that's interested me for, for a long time. Like I've looked, like when I was looking at classrooms, it's like, Hey, that looks cool, but I'm taking this class instead. So I'm finally going around to actually like taking an intro to sociology class and see what happens from there. But yeah, it's going to be fun. So what were maybe a couple of things that made you think that Luther was a good place for you? It just fit like a glove, honestly. So it felt good. The faculty, campus, the right? faculty was nice. I really like the place. I really like it up there. It's good. It's a good place. This wasn't part of the decision process, but I wanted to find a place that had lots of nature and stuff like that as well. That wasn't like something. That was just a private thing. But I was like, yes, hills, trees, perfect. I'm going here. But and then, of course, getting and of, and of course, faculty. The music program up there is outstanding. Their Luther's choirs are really good. Um, all their music stuff's really good. So I know I can succeed and thrive up there. So, so Luther is about how many students? It's about two thousand students. It's yeah. a pretty small private liberal arts college. So yep, we looked at a few colleges, and you know, I, this one for when I was on campus with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we went up there a few times. Yeah, and it just, you know, at one point I just knew that's where yeah. you had to go after 
talking with being around the faculty yeah. and being around everything. Going and, to Christmas at Luther. Was, that was the tipping point for you. Yeah, but even before the concert, I knew Yeah, that this was a great place yeah. for you. And all the people up there know me and stuff. And it's just a really good... It, I'm not going to be preachy or anything like that or push. Like, you should go here or not if you're in this situation. But I, it's a good place. I really enjoy it. It's the place for me. So, And I think that's true for... Everyone that goes to college you have to find a place for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if if you had to give some advice to people who were, you know, on the spectrum looking at colleges, was there, was there something about Luther that, you know, thinking about the needs that you might have in college, is there something about that that... I never really t- thought about... that come into play? That never all? came into play for me. Yep. So if there is... If you are looking at colleges... For people who are on the spectrum and needing to look for places. Find a place that you like, first off. This place's location might have a thing might have a thing to do with it. Where it's at compared to everything else. That's the same thing as location. I just repeated myself. Um, other th- Like other factors like weather, climate, whatever. Pe- how many people are there? Is it a big or small school? Is it, do you like it there? Does it... I'm just repeating everything I'm saying over again. But really, if you really enjoy it there and you can see yourself going there and they have service and if they might have services that can help you, most schools do have, most if not all schools have stuff, have services that can help you like disabilities and stuff like that. They want to make feel, most schools want to make everyone feel welcome. So mm-hmm. find a school that's like that and run with it. Yeah, we felt really comfortable with you know, the faculty that we've met and then we, we've been in conversation, we meaning Diane, my mm-hmm. wife, yeah. has been in conversation with people on disability services. They have lots of supports in place, no matter what the disability or mm-hmm. what the support you might need. Mm-hmm. So the key is to communicate uh, and, and make sure that people are aware. And, you know, one of the things that I, I liked about the smaller school versus mm-hmm. like a bigger school is... You know, in a smaller school, they, they actually, you know, the teachers, the professors, uh, faculty, and people ha- can keep an eye on the students and, and look for changes in behavior or if you don't show up for class and, and, and maybe bring that to awareness. So those are things that I was really, um, maybe feel a little bit more at ease knowing that you'll have several people kind of looking out for you not stalking you, <laughs> but, but, you know, people are paying attention to their students because they can, they're, it's a smaller campus. Yeah, of course. So that's great. And, you know, I think for you, I think for anyone looking for college, I think what you said, like making sure it felt for the, the right fit for, for your interest. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's wrap up this conversation with some advice, Noah. So advice you would give someone like yourself as they enter high school. Yeah. Don't be afraid to try new things or to or to expand on what you already do. If you don't do anything, then just do new things because you need to start doing things. You meet people easier that way. You really, you really begin to enjoy yourself, at least for me, at least. Um, don't do, don't be dumb. <laughs> That's, that's just life advice. That is just life advice, but it fits perfectly for this. Okay, so let's back up to the getting um, into 
you know, trying new things, right? Yeah. Is there, are there certain strategies, like tactical things that someone who is real shy or has a hard time involving themselves, are there certain strategies that you think could help? Well, I'm thinking, the only thing I can really think of is like, don't just dive head first if you're like really crazy shy and don't like talking to people. Like just work your way in. Don't, don't go completely full blast immediately because you'll burn yourself out. I might not so want to do it So just maybe try one thing at a time. Yeah. And do you think, like, if you don't know anyone in that thing that you want to try, how do, how do you think is a good way to approach that? Think about the pros and cons. See if the pros outweigh the cons or vice versa. And then do, you do it if you want. Do you think it'd be helpful to talk to someone in that? In someone that... who's done it. Someone who knows what it's about. And just get a little feel for it before you. Yeah. You hop right in and start. Right. So I think it'd be, if you're not sure and you don't know someone, you could always ask the the teacher mm -hmm. or the person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Would you say that it's okay to ask for help? Yeah, it's perfectly okay to ask for help. So. From anybody? From, I mean, depends on what you need <laughs> to ask for help over. But yeah. Like you need to ask your teachers for, if you need to ask your teachers for help on something, do it. It's there. That's what they're there for. Don't be dumb. Again. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. If you so need. Don't to, be afraid to ask. Don't be for afraid help. to ask for help. They're not gonna like. Yeah. Destroy you for asking them. Asking Even though it help. might feel like they might. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, I think if you ask them nicely, they'll and help you. Courteously, be courteous, yeah. be respectful. People will help, right? Yeah. Okay. Any other advice about high school in general? Let's see. Yeah, don't be dumb. Get your stuff get your stuff done. Don't get behind. Um if you think if you're thinking, hey, this might be dumb, don't do it. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. Yes. I'm I was I'm fed up I was I got I was fed up by all the dumb people in my school by the end of the year. Yeah. Which was a lot of them. And I was like, well, won't get to see them ever again but really if they're watching this i'm sorry but yeah i just can't don't be don't be dumb enjoy your enjoy your time make some time there make some friends do some do some things that you really enjoy while you're there don't burn yourself out in the first semester of your high school career first semester of high school Regardless of what grade you're in, if you're transitioning from the junior high or the, even if you're moving from a different school or something like that, it's going to suck because it's a transition and transitions suck. So don't be don't be discouraged by that. And again, don't jewel because it's not really cool. Don't do it. Vaping's uh, bad. That's is that your advice for life after high school too? Yeah, just yeah. Honestly, don't do drugs either. That's not those are not good. <laughs> Well, that, that is good advice, Noah. Yeah. Okay, so any other advice you'd like to, to share or things that maybe you've learned about yourself or about the process of high school? Yeah, don't be afraid to ask for help in high school. Find people that you find people that you enjoy being around. That's kind of hard for that's hard for some people, but it's doable. Um, do stuff that you enjoy. Do stuff that you enjoy doing. If you like to keep yourself busy, keep yourself busy. There's nothing wrong with that. Get your stuff done. Really, if you just 
don't do dumb things and keep your and be being around good people you're going to do just fine yeah i think that's good advice and i know for you getting getting some alone time is important yeah find find your back find your find your balance between school and like the rest of your life and carve out some time for you know yourself keep yourself keep your mental health good yep and that's different for a lot of people but for you you like to have time to go on a walk by yourself and yeah just yeah exercise do things that make you happy yeah so mental health and Mm -hmm. is really important with um everything yeah yeah. Okay, Noah, anything else you'd like to share no, today? No. Okay. I think we covered all the all the bases here. So, okay. Well, congratulations on achieving a high school yep. education. Yep. That's very cool. Going to make the podcast schedule even more inconsistent than it already is. Yeah, we'll have to fall. figure that we'll out. We'll figure it out, but Yeah. Yeah. Just record like 12 episodes in like a month and then just send them out <laughs> over. But. I'm sure we're going to be able to do that. But Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. If you do and en- enjoy our podcast, we'd appreciate you sharing sharing the podcast with others or going on the Apple Store or Google Play and, and giving us a ranking that helps other people find our podcast. And until next time. Thanks for listening.